Welcome to the In Happier News podcast. I'm your host, Deanne Goodman. I scour the news each week to bring you the happy, inspiring, and positive stories in 10 minutes or less. There's plenty of negativity in the media already, and I used to be a TV news reporter and anchor obsessed with chasing those type of stories. After a life-changing string of events, I vowed to focus on the good instead. These are stories to brighten your day, and as they say in the news industry, it's all starting in three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 50-5-0. That's right, I am celebrating this milestone, and I am setting a goal to do another 50 episodes and continue to grow the community of people like you and I who care about positive news and see the value in it and how it makes us happier and nicer human beings. So thanks for being along on this journey. October is a really good time for goal setting and with 2020 coming up, it's also the end of a decade. And of course, that means the start of a new one. So what goals do you wanna launch in the new decade? It could be a goal to be more kind, to compliment people every day, maybe to find ways to serve others and give back, or just a goal to find one person a day to smile at. Goals don't just have to be about what you're getting or what you're doing to succeed in life. Goals can be about what you're giving to others and how you're helping others succeed in life. Speaking of goals, let's get right into the news. Tiffany Gomez, a junior from Glendora High School, made a 30-yard field goal during a halftime contest at her high school's football game. And if that's not impressive enough, because seriously, that girl can kick a football. She then took her prize, which was winning a year of free Chick-fil-A, and she gave it to the opposing team's coach who was battling pancreatic cancer. She had never even met this coach before. NBC4 interviewed Tiffany and she said, My grandmother has cancer too, so I know how it affects the whole family and not just him. So I thought he could use it more than I would. The coach, John Langolodi, who just hours earlier had gotten out of the hospital to make it in time for that football game, said her generosity brought tears to his eyes and hope for the future. I'm almost moved to tears by this story too. Tiffany is so thoughtful and winning free food for a year is a huge prize. How many of us can say we would donate that to someone else? All right, let's continue on with this theme of goals. And this next story is all about sibling goals. It comes from the Today Show where they showed a video from a baby monitor with the cutest toddler jailbreak caught on camera. A little girl's in her crib and she calls to her brother and says, help me get out because she wants to go sleep in the bed with him. He pulls up a stool to help her crawl out of the crib. And then she realizes she left her baby doll in the crib. So he climbs in to get it for her. And then the two siblings and the doll snuggle up together in his bed. It's actually really sweet. And I want to thank Greta for sharing that story with me. If you happen to see a new story you love, send it my way. You can find me, Deanne Goodman, on Facebook or Instagram, or you can always reach out through inhappiernews.com. In Nashville, former President Jimmy Carter, who turned 95 last week, rolled up his sleeves to help build houses with Habitat for Humanity. He also showed up to volunteer despite having a very painful looking black eye and 14 stitches after he fell in his home last weekend, according to CNN. Jimmy and his wife have been volunteering with Habitat for Humanity for 35 years. They build homes all over the United States and around the world. Their nonprofit, the Carter Work Project, has raised enough funds recently to build 12 new single family homes 
and 26 new townhomes. Now that is some giving back goals right there. Holy guacamole, a 5.6 pound avocado just made the Guinness Book of World Records and it was used for, you guessed it, to make guacamole. It was grown by a family in Hawaii. The CNN article states it took them 10 months to grow it and it created enough guacamole for 20 people, which was then devoured in less than 10 minutes. Okay, I'm just kidding about that last part. I actually have no idea how long it took them to eat the guacamole, but I can tell you, homemade guacamole never lasts more than 10 minutes in my house. More positivity to come after this quick break. Shout out to this week's sponsor, Kombucha on Tap. Kombucha on Tap delivers kegs of kombucha and cold brew coffee throughout Southern California. We have kombucha on tap at our house, and let me tell you, it is life-changing. It's naturally bubbly, low sugar and calorie, and contains live probiotics, which are really good for your digestion, immune system, and overall well-being. For those who have it at work, employers report a boost in company culture and less sick days used. If you're in the San Diego area, you can stop by Kombucha on Tap and Vista Monday through Friday to fill up growlers and taste a bunch of different flavors. Kombucha on Tap also gives back to the community through its Kombucha Cares initiative. Find out more at kombuchaontap.net or by following at kombuchaontap on Instagram or Facebook. Now back to the In Happier News podcast. In business news, Sheldon Yellen, the CEO of Belfour Holdings, Inc., a disaster relief and property restoration company, has the strongest letter writing game I have ever heard of. This guy writes more than 9,000 birthday cards a year to all of his employees. He also handwrites thank you notes, anniversary cards, holiday cards, and even cards when his employees have sick children. According to Business Insider, he says it creates a culture of compassion at the workplace. And in case you're wondering when he has time to write all of these, he says he takes a suitcase full of stationery with him on flights. Wow, he is my hero. Not only is he a really good CEO for being so caring, but he's simply my hero for just writing that many thank you notes. I still have thank you notes that I need to write from Jade's first birthday, which was 10 months ago. (laughs) So if you haven't got a thank you card for me, just know I thank you right now. It's a verbal thank you. I don't know if I'll ever get to it. It's clearly not my strong suit to write thank you notes, but I love that he does this. A little card can go a really long way. In other business news, I want to spotlight an amazing company called Playtime Adventures. Adventures with an E. They make sheets with board games on them, and for every single set purchased, they donate a set to kids in the hospital and international relief organizations across the world. CBS News says Kevin Gatlin, who created the company, got the idea after visiting a friend's sick kid in the hospital. A dad himself, he realized there just wasn't enough stimulation for kids confined to a hospital bed, and playing games could be hard due to space. So he turned the sheets into board games. For $30, you can buy sheets, and you can also know that a set is going to be enjoyed by someone else. Thank you, Erica, for sending me this story. I love, love, love that you guys are sending me stories, so please keep them coming. This next story is actually really sad, but there is a slight silver lining and a good way for you to help. Eva, who is a friend of mine from Stroller Strides, posted that her good friend was killed in a car crash along with her fiance while driving home from the fiance's dad's funeral. Her friend has a 13-year-old son named Logan, and he is now without his mother. The father is not in the picture, 
and his aunt and uncle are going to be taking him in, but they already have three children of their own and they're pretty stretched thin financially. Logan also has some special needs. Eva has set up a GoFundMe page to help Logan. So I am linking that in the show notes if you want to help support him and his family. And now for the sliver of silver lining, Eva's friend had chosen to be an organ donor. And after that accident, they were actually able to use her corneas and transplant them into the eyes of a six-year-old boy. I hope one day that this little boy and her son Logan can meet and he can once again see his mother's eyes. This last story is one I selected for the end because it is about the coolest wedding dress ever. I just love this story from Good News Network. Claude Hensinger was a pilot during World War II. He was returning from a bombing raid over Yawada, Japan in 1944 when the engine caught fire. Thanks to his parachute, he survived, and he used it at night as a pillow and a blanket to stay warm until he made it to safety the next day. Once he got back to the U.S., he fell in love with a woman named Ruth, and he proposed not with a ring, but with his parachute. He said, this saved my life, and I want you to use it as a wedding dress. So she did. She hired a local seamstress to sew the bodice and veil, and then Ruth herself designed and created the skirt from the parachute. She even used the parachute cords to create ruching all around the skirt, hiking it higher in the front and longer in the back for a train. It's an absolutely gorgeous dress. The dress was later worn by their daughter and their son's bride. And in the 1990s, Ruth donated the dress to the Smithsonian. If you inspect it closely, there's still a trace of Claude's blood on the dress from where he cut himself on the rocks when he landed. According to Patch.com, Claude passed away in 1996, leaving behind his wife of 49 years. But this dress will continue to live on, a dress that literally fell from the sky and is now a piece of history. That's all the time we have. Links to all these stories are in the show notes. And don't forget to put a nice rating and review because that helps others find this podcast. Thank you so much for helping spread positivity and you'll get a whole new dose of it next week.